Would you rather lose an arm or never have ice cream again? Lose an arm? <laughs> You're lying! <laughs> A sleepwalking gorilla. People, people that have feet that aren't all screwed up. Are you okay? Are you alright? Oops. What was that? I don't know. What is going on, everybody? We are back. Episode 71. It is mid-November, and it's cold. Very cold. Boy, is it cold. Even it is currently. Here, Go ahead. Even down here in the the beaches of Virginia, Virginia Beach to be specific, we got 43 outside. And up here in the beautiful southern portion southern. of the state of New Jersey. <laughs> oh. I live in South Jersey, not to be confused with Central or North Jersey. Very and controversial you, uh, topic. Yeah, you you people really uh, really care about there, where you live in the state. There is a Central New Jersey, just saying. Uh, it's 29 degrees here. Whoa. Uh, bop. That's cold. That means if you put a glass of water on the porch, it would be frozen in the morning. I kind of want to do that. I haven't felt freezing temperature in a very long time. Huh. You should like, you could stick your tongue to a pole. I did that. That'll, it would be, it'll be the uh, anniversary of that. Uh, I think it was in 2011 or 2009. What? Um, How do you know what day it was? It was the Super Bowl. It was the day of the Super Bowl. And I, actually, I think it was 2011. Not fun. Not a good time. Anyways, uh, so yeah, episode 71. I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling good. I had a meeting good. that was supposed to be from 8 to noon, mm. which it's like this leadership course. It's a bunch of... It's a bunch of PowerPoints and guy, guy just reading them to you. So it's not very interesting, but mm-hmm. that was supposed to be from eight to noon. So I made an appointment with dent, with dental because I got to go get my teeth checked. I made it for 1250. Well, then I find out yesterday afternoon that the meeting gets moved from noon to four. Mm. So I call this morning and I cancel mm. the appointment at 1250 and mm. make a new one. Next available, December 14th. What? 14th. Dece- it's a month. Halfway, a month from now is the next closest appointment. Come wow. to find out. Oh, sorry. Meeting's canceled. So now I didn't, I didn't even have a meeting today. Huh. So I canceled it for no reason. Wow. So I hate that. Yeah. But yeah, I've been doing a whole lot of nothing today. Huh. I, uh... I was in a scenario that I may have been around a few more people than I'm used to um, that I, you know, could result in possible uh, COVID contraction. I don't think it's the case personally Sure. after assessing the situation, but um, I wanted to be safe with my coworkers. So I let them know and I am uh, currently quarantining at home, working from home again. For the next two weeks. I like that. Um, I'm getting tested on Saturday just to make sure that I'm all good. I feel great. No sign yeah. of COVID. Good. Both my parents feel great and they live Positive. in the house with me. Sure. The people that I were with 
feel great. No COVID yep. sign. One yep. person I was with got tested today. No COVID negative. So sure. I think we're good, but <clears throat> um, being cautious. And I think my coworkers were thankful that I did that. Yeah, no, I better, especially now better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. And yeah. I actually, my boss did say today that he thinks that there's a change. He said, don't be surprised if we're, if our office is closed again soon, just yeah. because of the way things are going. And that leads us into our primary topic. Next, <sighs> COVID is not. back. I hope it's not Very primary. Back. Oh, so it's just, it's kind of sad how over it I am because it should be like, I know. Boom. Forefront of our minds again, just like it was in March where it's like yes. all anybody thought about or talked about. Because we're, so, right we're approaching the March numbers. Like oh, we're, we're past over the March numbers, dude. In, in cases, but I'm saying like deaths. Oh, we're still, right. We're right, like right. over a thousand deaths per day, which was where yeah. we were like in May. We hit 1600 deaths yesterday. That's bad. That's because not good. In April, like the peak we were at like 2000 a day. So we're like, yeah. and if keep things keep going, which they probably will because nothing is really changing. Dude. And I tell you what, we are just, we are winding up it right now. We are leaving the pitcher's hand and Barry Bonds is winding up the bat. Full of steroids. Take f- fully juiced up. Just about shot up. to fucking knock the earth out of the park with his COVID bat after Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. Thanksgiving is going to be a disaster. And they Halloween. This is all what's happening from Halloween. They are they've been putting all this like everywhere all you hear about. My company did it. They um, sent out a thing that was like being safe during the holidays and it had all these graphics and basically it boiled down to probably you should be doing something big on Thanksgiving. My family is not actually. Yeah. Um, Mine isn't and that, that was my grandparents decision. Cause I, so I have my mom's a triplet and then she has, so she has two sisters, her and then two brothers and they're all married and they all have kids so there's like 25 of us. Yeah. And every, and now like my oldest cousin has a kid. Oh, two and she's pregnant with another one. Um, I don't know if that's out or not, but it's out on the <laughs> podcast. Oh, well, um, you didn't say a name. So yeah, true. You have no idea who it is. And I don't know. No you're any of these about. people listen. A lot of my <laughs> older cousins have kids. It's very, it's odd to me. Yeah. I don't know this. She was the first one. Okay, yeah, I got a couple now with kids. But uh, she, so basically my grandparents, who are older, they're both 80, were basically like, we don't know what you all do. (laughs) And obviously for them, it's upsetting because they want to be around everybody. Yeah. And they, they they don't mind coming around like small groups. Like they come over here. They haven't, obviously, since... I'm quarantining. Once I get tested, if assuming that it's negative, then I won't mind seeing them again. But right. I mean, we're we're all pretty careful. Like we don't go over there unless you know that you've been away, or, or you know haven't really done anything for a while. 
Right. Um, and I think they kind of trust everyone to that, but they also think it's so hard to know that everyone is safe when you put everyone in one group and you're all eating the same food. And yeah. Things like I mean that. the, it, it's the, the math, like the exponential, uh, what word am I looking for? Component of it. Yeah. The statistical chance increases so much every person you add. Yes. It's so much that that person was in the, the incubation of, of potentially up to two weeks. Yeah. Is insane. Yeah. You would have to have already been quarantining <clears throat> before this. Obviously we're starting to learn that you can kind of tell if you have it after exposure about five days. Right. Yeah. Five days seems to be the average. You'll test. Which is still a lot. If you have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so um, they decided against it. So now we're all just kind of doing our own Thanksgivings. Me, it's just me and my parents. Um, my dad has a friend who is alone that he invited come over for dinner. Yeah. Now I we just... invited my grandparents to come to our house because, I mean, come on. I, I'm probably one of their favorite. Let's be honest. Come on. Come on. I wasn't for a very long time, but, you know, when the cards fall out, they know who's got their back and I got their back. Sure. <laughs> um, but we said, why don't you come here? I mean, it's just going to be the three of us. We're being safe, especially if I test negative on Saturday. Um, right. You know, we'd be happy. To, and they said, nope, we can't go with everyone. We're not going to go with anybody. Which makes me kind of sad that my grandparents, just the two of them, are going to be sitting at home by themselves eating Thanksgiving dinner. Well, that's the thing is like there's going to hope. I mean, you know. I guess I should say hopefully, but it's both hopefully and unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of people that are Thanksgiving yeah. FaceTime with their family. Yeah, that's you know? true. And yeah. that's what people are, that's what, you know, the CDC and everybody that is uh, working on COVID stuff is hoping will happen. Um, unfortunately, my grandparents are like, uh, wouldn't, but I mean, a lot of my family would be like, mm, we, I mean, we're going to still do it. Yeah. I get the, I get the risks. I think we're going to be all right and we'll still go. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I don't know what specifically I'm going to do. And that's not my, that's not my whole family. It's just like some, some people it's, per, it's a pretty mixed bag, honestly, with people that are like, uh, we'll be fine. And people that are yeah. like, no, we shouldn't. So I don't know what, it could, I could go home and it could be just me and my dad, or I could go home and it could be me and my dad and several other people. But I know that my mom is going to Pensacola for Thanksgiving. She's going to be with Molly. Oh, with Molly. Oh, because mm -hmm. Molly can't leave. Correct. Yeah. Oh. So oh, that it'll, sucks. Yeah. That's yeah. sad. So it'll just be me and my dad. Well, like so nice that she's Somebody going else. there. Yeah. So she's going Friday. She's leaving Friday and she's going down for like two weeks. Oh, wow. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah. Wow, and that's sad though. Yeah, she's been she's been sad that she hasn't been able to be home for this I'm long. assuming this is probably the the first Thanksgiving that <clears throat> the four of you wouldn't be together. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think this wow. is the first Thanksgiving ever that we the four of us won't be together. Well, that's, that's sad. sad. So Sorry to bring it on. down. No, that's I, okay. I got to say though, there's like something about it that I'm like kind of excited about. Like the the idea of just like me and my parents, Kristen. Oh yeah. 
oh, coming yeah. over, me going over there for there's pie a, or whatever. There's a level of stress that comes with having everybody there. There is. And you know? Like, and no offense, but my aunt doesn't make the best food. I like the way my dad cooks. He's a very good cook. And it's the whole big <laughs> should do. I'm like kind of excited to just be like home and lay on my couch and watch football, football. and oh. then like eat Thanksgiving dinner and just have like my dad's making it all. It's all going to be delicious. Go back, watch more football, have some so, wine. Come on. My, yeah, Come. no, I completely agree. It's going to be great. Normally I got to sit on my aunt's couch and watch football and I'm like dressed nicely. And I'm like, Oh, I wish I were on my couch. Yeah. Um, is there just one game? On no, two. So every Thanksgiving, two, two teams always play on Thanksgiving. The, the Lions and the Cowboys. Always. What? Really? Just how it is. Always. They are the two teams <clears throat> that play on Thanksgiving. Who they play changes, but those two teams are always the teams that play on Thanksgiving. What day is Thanksgiving? You're kidding, right? This year? No, I know it's the last Thursday, but what day of oh. the month is that? Oh, 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 oh. Come on. The 26th? No. Yeah, no. it's 26th. No. 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 You no. see, I, I'm, I'm working on my Australian no. You got it better than I do. No. 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 Uh, oh, is it the 26th? Yes. The Ravens play the Steelers that day. Oh, so they've added more teams. Oh, more sure. Games. That's going to be a big game. Who else is playing? Uh, I don't know. I just am looking at the Steelers' schedule. I don't know. Um, but speaking well, of... I'm going to look it up to prove that I'm right. Speaking of football, there's a go, lot of football. A lot go, of football. Go. Go, go ahead. Go. go. I can't do it. So, so it's been a mystery to me ever since I've heard those weirdos down under. Oh, yeah. Shrimp on the Bobby. <clears throat> on the Bobby. Outback Steakhouse. I can't even do that. I'm going to stop. I can do a decent British accent, but I can't really do Australian. Okay. So I don't – let's see. I want to talk about college football in general. I now okay. am going to be I'm – a, I'm a – a college football fan more so than a Penn State fan this year. Uh, well, it's hard to be a Penn State fan these days, but now is the time that you have to be a Penn State fan to keep yourself from being a bandwagon. No, you know what? I'm still going to wear my jersey. I didn't wear it this week because I forgot it where I was, but I'm still going to wear my jersey. I'm still going to watch their games, and I will be upset, but I will watch, and I will still consider myself a Penn State fan. I went for a run today. I wore my Penn State shirt. I'm sure people laughed at me. The last time I wore Penn State something, some guy in a store that I was in was like, uh, sorry about your season. I was like, shut <laughs> up, dude. Come on. Thanksgiving. What? Thanksgiving lineup. Can I just run through it quickly? Sure, please. All right. We got the Texans at the Lions. Bingo. Boom. 12.30 p.m. We've got Washington football team at the Cowboys. That's going to uh, be a stinker. At 4.30 p.m., and we have the Ravens at the Steelers at 8.20. Oh, it's going to be the game of the day. That's game a great day. lineup. That is a great lineup. Oh, Ravens-Steelers is going to be a good game again. I love Thanksgiving football. It just oh, yeah. gives me this, this chill down my spine of like, <laughs> America, America. Yeah. Yeah. 
It'll be a little different this year, but it'll still be yeah. Thanksgiving. Can I just touch real quick on the NFL before we get back to college? Oh, yeah. Do you want to do NFL now? I, mean, we can I just have to talk about NFL. Well, I think it makes sense if we go NFL to college based on how we have our lineup here. Sure. I didn't Slow. write it that way, but go. let's do it. Okay. Oh, wait. No, NFL. you're right. You're right. You're right. I know what you're saying. You, see you're, what you are correct. Here. Yeah. Okay. The NFL and the New York football giants. Look at this behind me. You could be proud to be a fan again. I have – I struggle so very much. After Daniel Jones beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2019, the year of our Lord, he went on. I don't know why I think it's so funny when people say that. It always (laughs) is. I know. (laughs) He has not beaten another football team outside of the Washington football team. Yeah. Until this weekend. Oh, yes. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. The friggin' Eagles went down to the Giants. I stopped at Wawa. I got a Coke. (laughs) Took the Schuylkill home. I'm pissed. Had to stop at Acme. I'm friggin' pissed. I'm friggin' pissed. Okay. My favorite thing to do, quick side note with a Philly accent. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, I got family all over the place that has this accent. Your mom specifically. (laughs) My mom. You know the song, The Farmer in the Dell? No. You've never heard that? The Farmer in the Dell, The Farmer in the Dell, Hi, oh, the Mario, The Farmer in the Dell. I have definitely never heard that. It's like a kid's thing. You sure it's not like a your area thing? No, it's like a kid's nursery rhyme. But... It, it, whatever. If you don't know it, then it's going to be stupid. That sounds like something I, else. I like doing it with a with a Philly accent. I think it's sure. funnier. The former in the Dell. The former in the Dell. Hi ho, the Mario. The former in the Dell. The former <laughs> takes a cow. The former takes a cow. Hi ho, the Cale. Mario. The former takes a cow. <laughs> cow. It's pretty good. Yes, um, but. Screw the Eagles. The Eagle is dead because it got stomped on by a giant. I love it. I love it. Living in this area and losing to the Eagles regularly is the most painful thing that exists on earth. And the Giants had not beaten the Eagles since November of 2016. If they would have lost, they would have gone an entire American presidency without beating the Philadelphia Eagles. That can't happen. Pain, suffering every time. This is only the second time since me and Kristen started dating that the Giants have beaten the Eagles. It's insane. Okay. Yes. We we are, dude, the, the yeah. rivalry is back. It's back because the it's Giants – The I'm sorry. I know this is too preemptive, but the Giants, I mean, they have pieces that they, are there. I tell you what, they have it. And Joe Judge, he brings a tear to my eye because he is the head coach that this team deserves, that the people of New York, New Jersey deserve, that this franchise deserves. Today, did you see? Offensive line coach Mark Colombo fired. And you know why? Because he got in an altercation with Joe Judge. Joe Judge, gone. There were reports that they got in a fist fight. They said Mark Colombo hit him and won. That was discredited. Of course it's discredited because if they got in an actual fist fight, Joe Judge would have beaten 
the fucking piss. Sorry, no <laughs> F word. The friggin' piss out of the him. Friggin'. Because he is a football <clears throat> guy. He is a football guy that is going to bring all of this behind me. Look at it. Look at the light shining up onto it. Yeah. This is Joe Judge. It looks he's like the, a shrine. He's the phoenix coming it's out of the ashes. from the ashes. That is just going to take this helmet and bring it back to the prominent, the promised land. See what these are? These are pennants. These are pennants from the last time we won the Super Bowl. They're faded because they're old. Oh, my God. You're over not anymore. for another one. I'll tell you what. We'll see you in the Super Bowl. Steelers, Giants, Super you Bowl. You know what? You know what? I hope the Steelers are undefeated in the Super Bowl because the last time the 9-7 and seven Giants played a 18-0 and 0 team in the Super Bowl, they beat them. Oh, my God. If, if by some grace of God, the Gi- and I'm telling you what, I don't think the Giants have what it takes to get to the Super Bowl. I'm if sorry. If the Giants go to the – I don't either. But if the Giants go to the Super Bowl and play the Steelers and beat them in the year 2021 of our Lord – you have to get a tattoo of the New York Giants logo, small, somewhere. Will you get a Steelers tattoo if the opposite happens? No, of course not, because what that's the nonsense. Hell? If the Steelers go and the Gi- Okay. If the Steelers go and play the Giants and the, they win, that's expected. Why would I get a tattoo? Also, Michael, the Giants uh, going to the Super Bowl is not expected. Maybe a tattoo is too much. Um, we should make a bet, and I'm going to write it down this time because I'll forget. Okay, bet me money then. If the Giants go to the Super Bowl and beat your team. Okay, let's make a different bet. The Giants go okay. further in the season than the Steelers. I'll oh. pay you $1 if the Steelers go further than the Giants because obviously that's going to happen. The Giants are going to probably lose the next three games well, that's not that interesting because what am I going to pay you? $10, $10 if they $100. It is not one in a hundred odds. The New York Giants to go further than the 9-0 and plus, plus Steelers? A plus 10,000? I guarantee you that is it. There is no way that the Dude, odds are plus 10,000. the Steelers 10, are 9-0. Oh. Dude. The Giants are 3-7. and seven. And they've only beaten the Washington football team. I will refuse to make a bet on the wrong side of plus 10,000. That's fine. Fair (laughs) enough. No way. But I will say, we don't have to make a bet, but. We should. I like bets. I forgot to write down the last one. I need to go back and find it. Okay, here we go. If the Giants go further... Okay, if the Giants play the Steelers in the Super Bowl <laughs> and beat them, aka the Giants become Super Bowl champions in the year 2021 of our Lord, our bet, our $500 bet that we won't get into <gasps> the details on, is canceled. Uh, what, what's in it for me? Dude. Think about it. I you, need you to have a benefit. Nothing should be in it for you because it's never going to happen. How about... The benefit that, is for you is that you're going to win $500. No, but that's going to happen regardless. I just won't take Not the bet Not if it then. gets canceled. 
That's what I'm saying. If I don't make this bet, then I have the same benefits as if I do make this bet. Okay. To, Basically, to... I'm not going to go into the details of the bet, but it boils down to, because I think it's important to understand this back and forth that you're hearing. I am going to owe Jacob $500 on or before, hopefully on April 6th, 2026. April 1st, April 1st, 2026. I do need to have it because, oh, I have it. Okay, here it is. I have the official document. My dumbass signed two copies. Oh, I love it. April, April 4th, 2026. Okay. April 4th, 2026. Michael Hoshell will owe me $500. I'm re- I want to open it to read the actual document because it's, it's nice. It's official. Or before. It might happen before. You know what? I'm going to put this. I have a specific folder for, uh, for really important documents. Like I got my passport in there. I got my social security card in there. I'm going to put this in there. There are two clauses in this bet deal <laughs> that keep me from having to pay Jacob $500. One of them will not happen. I got my birth certificate in. And here. if that happened, if if scenario one happened, he would owe me five hundred dollars. But that's never going to happen. The only other scenario I have is the death clause, the which death I of hope, our good friend, which I hope is not the case. I'd rather pay the five hundred dollars. Uh, I'd say so. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, obviously. All right. Well, no bet then. He that's agreed fine. with the death clause, though. Let's go yeah, back no, to I when mean, it that's happened. Fair. He agreed with the death clause. He said, "If there's death, it can be void." And I think everybody listening already knows what bet we're talking about. So yeah, okay. Have to get into wow. it, but I don't know how we got there. But oh, I do know how we got there because the New yeah. York Giants are coming back from the ashes. Maybe not this year, but I tell you what, they're on the up and up. And that's and I'll tell you what, and I'll tell you what part two. Up is down, left is right, and the world is upside down because the Giants are looking good. Daniel Jones, Joe Judge, I love them. And Penn State is looking like the worst college football team I've ever seen play. Pooey, pooey, bum, bum. So bad. So incredibly bad. And there were people talking about on the college football podcast that we both listened to, the the potential firing of James Franklin. But that won't be happening because he has given the program, he raised us from the dead, and now we're slowly dying again. We've fallen yeah. into a deep, deep hole. But his, it can't be his coaching because of our success the last three years. Well, I don't know. He's made plenty of mistakes coaching, I think. But I also don't think it's valid to think that he should be fired at this point. Um, I do think – now, we've had these conversations um, – and we had it at the beginning of the season. We had no idea who was going to be making plays on this team in 2020. And it turns out it was no one. We were right. Exactly. We couldn't think of someone because it was no one. Yeah. And the concern is that college football is so different than the NFL. If you're bad in the NFL, you get a really good draft pick. And then you have the opportunity to come back, right? The Bengals. In the NFL or in college – once you're bad, donors start donating less. Recruits want to go to teams that are really good. So good recruits go elsewhere. And you just basically have to hope that because you have 
Penn State and 110,000 people in the stadium and the whiteouts and the environment and the school that yeah. you get people that are like, oh, I want to go there because I want to help them come back. The Saquon Barclays of the world. Exactly. And if you don't get them, then you got problems. The only thing that we have going for us is we have a huge alumni. And you have Michael Parsons. has kids that are now becoming, were raised as Penn State fans and are now thinking about where they want to go play football and they want to go to Penn State. Micah Parsons is actually extremely helpful to the Penn State of today. And the reason that is, is because he isn't playing, but he is going to be drafted. And to recruits, to see someone from Penn State get drafted is how you get more recruits to sign on because Penn State can say, we make players that get drafted. Yeah, We can get you to the NFL. Come play here. Yeah. So it, that's a big thing. And I, I do think that there is, there is a thing that kind of helps James Franklin. Um, and I think it goes back to Joe Paterno, honestly. And you see it in the, in the really distaste for, um, oh, what's his name? Who was the coach? Bill O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. And so he came in, he coached for a couple of years, and then he left because he got a good deal in the NFL. And Penn State, the Penn State community was pissed, pissed that he would do that. And right. the reason is, is because they were so used to the, the Joe Paterno coach. They were so right. used to this coach. The that, same coach for 40 years. That wasn't doing it for money, wasn't, <clears throat> wasn't doing it to get a stepping, school, stepping stool to the NFL. They were doing it because they loved the school and he wasn't going anywhere. Exactly. He was coached for 40 years. And I think that there is such a desire for that again, that there will be a lot of benefit of the doubt given to James Franklin because he's from PA. He's a Penn state guy. He's likable. Yeah. He loves Penn state. He's made that clear. That's that all that stuff. Yeah, it, it gives people a sense of oh, <clears throat> you know, he's going to be here forever, right? Right. So, which just isn't realistic. That doesn't happen. No, no. You know, that's why but, Joe Paterno has the record for wins because nobody stays that long. Exactly. So, <clears throat> I said last week, I'm afraid we're going to become the laughing stock of the Big Ten. Well, we're here this week. It is <laughs> November 18th, and I can officially say. The Penn State is the laughing stock of the Big Ten. At least we're bringing down Michigan with us because Michigan looks like absolute ass too. Yep. They look yeah. terrible. Very bad. And Jim Harbaugh is now on the hot seat. Love that. I like he that is, a lot. He is – I mean, he hasn't had – he hasn't beaten Ohio State in how many years now? Mm. I, has he ever? No. It can't be that he's never beaten them. Right. You keep you keep talking. Fill so, fill the airwaves and I'll so find out. There's a lot of changes happening in college football, which I like. I liked to see Notre Dame beat Clemson. I think if Notre Dame beats Clemson again in the ACC championship, then they will go and Clemson will not go to the to the playoffs. And I think this year is a very big year for the college football playoff committee to 
decide that they want to go to an 18 playoff. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they announce here in the next couple months that next year we're going to move to an 18 playoff. I would love that. I'm really thinking with the way that this is, with the way that this is working out, it's going to be difficult to pick playoff teams because of how many, you know, the PAC 12s played what two weeks now and big tens only had four games. The sec has had like what eight now or 10 or something. So it's just so it has to be based on more than just your record and people, I mean, there are not a whole lot of things in this world that everyone can agree on mm-hmm. and that aren't that don't happen that's true quickly so everyone i can't think of a single person on this earth that wouldn't be happier with an 8 team college football playoff than in, than a 4 team i don't know who that's bad for and i'm going to not go into it again because i feel like i talk about it every week <clears throat> but Nobody would be – if you end up nine on, this, on the playoff selection board, then you're like, mm-hmm. well, you know, we could have done a little bit better because you probably have two or three losses at that point. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, shit, my bad. Then you also get a couple group of five teams. There was a lot of talk. There's a lot, still a lot of talk about Cincinnati going this year or BYU going this year. They're both very, very good teams, and I would not be surprised if one of them went. Yeah. If – I'm thinking that Notre Dame is going to beat Clemson again, and then Clemson's going to be out. And then my my four right now, I think I think we should start thinking about who are our picks for the college football playoff are going to be. I need to do a little more research before <clears throat> I make any comments to that. I honestly don't have not followed the top tier that much. My picks are Alabama. Well, obviously, yeah, Florida. Ohio State. Mm, honestly, I, I don't think I think Ohio State is going to have a tough time against Indiana. Fun fact: <clears throat> I saw the uh, Florida quarterback has more touchdowns so far this season than Joe Burrow had all of 2019. He has had at least four touchdowns That's every insane. game. Quick interjection: games were six touchdowns. Just to uh, the Jim Harbaugh point. Sure. Jim Harbaugh is three and three against Michigan <laughs> State and zero oh and five against Ohio State. Oh, he that's never, horrible. He has never beaten Ohio State. <clears throat> I thought he coached at Michigan for longer than five years. <clears throat> nope. I guess not. Um, well, that's well, pretty terrible. Six. He's been there for <clears throat> six years. He, they haven't played Ohio State yet this year. Well, they're certainly going to lose this year. Yeah. So like it it just he's 1 and 6 at home versus Michigan State. Oh. Wait, how long has he been there for? I mean, Michigan's been just like a joke since except for that one year. Well, no. What year was that that we got absolutely annihilated by them and then they got annihilated by Ohio State? That was the year we went to the Big 10 Championship. Remember we needed them to lose. No, 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 no. No, because that I think it was 2017 that we got annihilated. 2016 was when they beat us. It was like the second game of the season or something. Yeah, we got annihilated. Yeah, we got annihilated, but I'm talking about – Big Toe Joe clotheslined the guy. When we, were at the, when we were at the camper and we watched them us get beat by 
Michigan away badly. That was 2017. And that was after – that was right after we lost to Ohio State. Doesn't matter. The point is, I think Jim Harbaugh is going to be fired after this year. I think so too. He's one and six at home against Michigan State and Ohio State combined. He has only oh, beaten. Okay. He's only won one of those games, and it was against Michigan State at home. Oh, imagine being a Michigan fan and winning. I mean, we are zero and four, three the last. Or. Yeah, we uh, haven't beaten 20, Ohio State since, since 2016. That's crazy. We haven't beaten Ohio State since the blocked field goal. We've, but we've come so close. I know. We've come Every so time. close. Not this year, but last year All we right. were close. The year before we were close. Oh, it's just sad close. to the misery. Penn State basketball had one year of <clears throat> maybe they're going to be good. That's not going to be a case again. I don't think. Pat Chambers, the head coach, was forced to step down. Uh, or to resign um, over controversy over some comments he made. Apparently, we don't really know all the details there, but that's what they report. What comments? But so he's gone. They were bad because he was a good coach, but he's gone. Uh, Lamar Stevens gone. So that's good. So I am going. To, I'm still going to watch their games this year for uh-huh. basketball, just in the off chance that they're good. Maybe they'll be. I good. follow Villanova basketball, so that's well, nice. That, that must be nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I went to a game. I guess I could be a fan too. You did, yeah. You went. They're fun. It's fun. Yeah. Go Cats. Um, yeah. So what I was gonna say before I remembered that Pat Chambers got res- resigned, because I was like, oh, maybe this got is all resigned. shaping up. Maybe this is all shaping up for Penn State basketball to come in and take the take the Big 10 and it just stun everybody. But then I was like, uh, no, Lamar Stevens and Pat Chambers was forced to, to resign. It's probably not going to happen. So it's just going to be a sad existence as a Penn State overall fan <laughs> for this year. Okay, real question Are we going to win a game this year, a football game? Uh, yeah, I think they'll beat Rutgers. You do think we'll beat Rutgers? I think so. Well, Rutgers beat Michigan State, and then Michigan State stomped Michigan. I know. I know. But I do think that there's a chance. I do think they'll win a game. Do you think we end the season one and seven? Yeah, maybe two and six. Oh, my God. Those numbers hurt. Maybe they pull out a win against Michigan, honestly. Those numbers hurt my brain. Yeah. Oh, the well, Michigan versus Penn State is just going to be the toilet bowl. It's going to be the ugliest game on the face of the earth. How weird is that? Oh, normally that would be such a good game. Yeah, it would be 7.30 white out. Our defense is just pitiful. Yeah, there's a lot that needs to happen. Well, there's a lot of problems, but All right. we don't have to get into it. We'll move on Let's to something more on. fun. Yes. Uh, we're bringing something back from the very beginning. The first episode, I believe. I don't know that we did it after the first episode. We might have only done this once. I think we did only do it once. Do you remember what the first ding-dong of the day was? Yes, I do. Do you remember? Yeah, I still have the picture. (laughs) Why did we pick that? 
I because we were like, oh, let's make a podcast, and we saw it on some random Daily Mail, probably. That's like, so weird. Yes, so weird. It was uh, for people that aren't Shack Radio listeners from the beginning. We recommend you go back and listen to the ones at the beginning. I don't think those are even up. The very beginning, They're, the episode one you can listen to. I'm fairly fairly sure, and then like two three. Two through probably seven are like, just don't work. I don't know why they are. If you start listening to it, it get, it got like overwritten by one of the later episodes. I have no idea which ones, but then eventually when you stop hearing the intro around episode 10, maybe a little bit before, then those are the real episodes. And I recommend you go listen to those because they're, they're fun. Yeah. We do have some fun ones back there. Yeah. And everything that you hear in our intro now, like those little, like, I don't know what you would call it, the montage, I guess, Yeah, of funny moments, that all happened on the real show. Season one, yeah. So those are all fun things to look back on. But the first episode we did, Dig Dong of the Day, you go back and listen. It's about a guy takes a picture of his girlfriend. There's a lot of sexual things in the background. Sends it to his mom. Ding Dong of the Day. Our ding-dong of the day is the person, I'm sure it's a team of people, yeah. ding-dongs of the day. Sure, multiple. People that are responsible for getting the tree to Rockefeller Center in New York for Christmas. I mean, it, the tree is horrendous. It is terrible. And it's, I give it them, is terrible. I give it, we'll tweet it out. You should retweet it from the Shack Radio. Yeah, I, I will. Um, I give him a benefit of the doubt because look, you got this massive tree, massive. The, the one last year actually came from, or two years ago, came from State College. It is um, a big old boy. A giant tree. So cutting it down, it's got to fall. Then you got to load it onto a giant truck and drive it however far in America to a city it, it, it's some stress on the tree you can't imagine the tree is going to just look the same it looked when it was up but the one this year is just horrific so the benefit of the doubt that i give the people that selected this tree is it's a it's it was a beautiful tree when they cut it down looks real nice and then whatever happens from them cutting it down to getting it into rockefeller square is i mean the thing's got to go through hell yeah exactly like imagine it driving into a city and you got the weight <laughs> of that massive tree sitting on one side of it because it's laid on its side i mean it just so i just retweeted it from the shack radio's twitter Follow the Shack Radio Twitter if you want to see what the tree looks like or just Google Rockefeller tree and it'll be the first fucking thing that comes up. But we recommend that you follow us on Twitter to see semi-frequent content. The underscore Shack underscore radio. Uh, yeah, so that's the ding dong of the day. It's and, horrific. But you, you did say that they put like fake branches in and stuff. They, yeah, they do that every year because, again, they expect it to be uh, – it, it's never going to look perfect. But So they fill it in with fake branches to just kind of make it look full. No, that makes me sad. I didn't know that they did that. Yeah. Have you ever seen the tree in Rockefeller Center? I've seen it. Like in person? 
maybe not recently, not recent enough to know. To, to remember. To remember. Uh, it is I've only seen cool. pictures of it. What's cool is, you know, and we, we used to go every year when I was a kid. Really? City for the holidays, yeah. Oh, that's so fun. It's, it's literally like an hour train ride. I didn't know that. Very close, very close for us. So, and we have family up there and stuff. But um, it's pretty cool when you're walking through one of the you know biggest cities in the world. Yeah. And you're just walking along on a city street with the sky. The skyscrapers, and you turn the corner, and there's like a massive tree, and there's just a million lights on it. Cool. Yeah, it looks very cool. I love yeah. it, how it looks it is, when the it, finished product, but not yeah. the beginning. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, anyway, so that was the ding dong of the day. We're gonna we'll make go this back. quick. Yeah, very we're going to go back to something we did last week. Shack Radio DVR. Yeah, I think it was pretty good. So, yeah. um, I'll start just because I only have one thing I watched. Okay. So I recommended watching the Social Dilemma, mm-hmm. and then I watched it, and it was scary. Really? It was scary. It was like, <clears throat> it detailed the purposeful uh, intention of wrongdoing by... Manipulation. Purposeful manipulation of social media apps onto their users. Ugh. Like, and the amount of... Uh, different types of data that they collect on you. Like uh, they, they time how long you look at each picture on Instagram. And that goes into the algorithm for what they show you. Uh, and just the idea of skewed realities for most obvious one is Twitter. Uh-huh. Of like, I see my Twitter and all the people that I follow and all the people that they retweet. And it feels like that is the world talking. Uh-huh. And it's so easy for me, me, not me, obviously, because I know, but, or I, not obviously, I guess I do. Obviously I fall into it sometimes too. It's easy for someone to think like, Oh wow. I'm, you know, I'm agreeing with what all these people are saying. This is what everyone's thinking. Yep. And then, oh, the other side or something that doesn't agree with me, they are so wrong and so misled. How are they not seeing all of this stuff that I'm seeing, Mm -hmm. all this information? And they're not. They're seeing completely different and they're thinking that about you. Yeah. They talked about how this is the most, I don't know how they got this measurement, so I can't even really cite this, but they had a measurement of political division in the country Mm -hmm. and they showed it over the years of like the median of conservative liberal of the scale like where people that identify with each political party fall and they are very far apart in the last couple years interesting again i don't know how they got that but it makes sense i mean you can see it yeah all and I think it's news right now. I do think it's it's not even that people actually, if you boil down what people think, I think most people are pretty moderate in general on either side. Yes, I agree. But when you are put into an echo chamber of 
extreme on your quote unquote, your side, it, it drives a wedge instead of it being, I disagree with you, but we're not that far off. We can compromise. Now it's, I don't like you because you are the enemy and yeah. my side is right. And you are wrong. And because you're wrong, you're trying to, you're trying to manipulate me. Yes. It's yeah. not. And that's the thing that people don't realize. I don't think is I don't think it's one side trying to manipulate the other mm-hmm. or one side doing the manipulating. Yeah. It is. I feel like the enemy, the real enemy, are the people that are putting out the information, which would be the On either side. Yes. On both sides. On on no side. I think who's putting out the information, how hard would it be for a computer to write a a clickbait headline? Yeah. That one, one person could write a clickbait headline. I could probably do it. Write a clickbait headline for one for one side and one for the other side that isn't true or uh, exaggerates the facts. The majority of people aren't going to read anything about it. They're just going to see it and believe it and say, and that's how you get the people that a week from now, they're in a setting with friends say, oh, I saw. I read this article. ABC happened. Yeah. You didn't read anything. You just read the headline, which is misleading. And And now you're you're spreading – false information yourself it's easy to see this happening on the news because you think about the motivations of a news company and you can hear it it's so different to hear someone's voice say it i think all they all a news company wants to do is to get more people to watch Mm -hmm. that is their number one goal viewership yep and what people like if I am a conservative, let's uh, I I'll pick Democrat. Let's let's say I am a liberal news, primarily liberal news source. MSNBC. What? Sure, MSNBC. What is going to get people to watch more is something that they something that is dramatic that they'll remember, and dramatic that they'll remember, and something that they would like. And they agree with, yeah, exactly. Something that they agree with that they would want to happen or they wish was true Mm -hmm. and something dramatic. For example, something like uh, uh, Trump's cousin found to be linked with ISIS. (laughs) Yeah. Would be an example of something that you would see on there. And they uh, would maybe say, maybe not that extreme, but sure, you I, know, I know what you're getting. At. Obviously, that's an exaggeration, but something along those lines. Yeah, an exaggeration, uh, a a link that is not that was a far fetched jump in logic to combine these two things to maybe think that this could possibly happen. And somebody that is Democrat would see that and be like, "Wow, that's crazy." If if you if a if I'm a news source, I want to get my viewers to smile and say, "Wow, that's crazy." Yep, I got to tune in tomorrow. That is the exact reaction that you want because then they will say to their friends, "Oh my gosh, guess what I saw on the news?" Yeah, and get more people to watch. Yep, and Which it leads and, and to Fox News pulling does the people same thing apart with with the right. 
part of the political spectrum. And it just, I just think both sides are driving this giant wedge. So yes. So that is the wedge that's being driven. You're getting people to think further and further apart. And I do think that there is a, um, there is a way. And I think the way that as a society, you can kind of start a correction of that is you have to be able to recognize it. When I was younger, I mean, I was always really into politics, but when I was younger, I clearly fell for that. I clearly was completely manipulated by media and everything. Of course, because every young person was. Right. But now, I mean, every time I have a conversation with anybody, the first, I mean, and, and I've, I've been reading presidential biographies. That's my new hobby. Trying to yes. read through all the presidents. Right. You just see a sense of, I mean, obviously every president's different, but there is a middle ground for everybody. Everyone has an argument to be made. Yeah. And if you can just kind of like step back and say, okay, I'm not going to get pulled in either direction hard. Everyone is wrong. Everyone says things that are not good. And everyone says and does things that are good. Everyone has something positive that they did. And everyone has something negative that they did. And being able to recognize that and, and recognize that these are just people and getting back to a time where you can look past this division you know what i mean it's like you're starting to sound like a president Eh, no no thank you that makes me upset that you just gave up on that dream well this podcast would ruin my campaign (laughs) no it wouldn't be like hmm uh can you talk a little bit about your interest in uh uh, domesticating gorillas for (laughs) servitude do the words we have Picture this. It's 20 years. You have to go back and listen to that episode if you've never heard it before. It's 20 years from now, and you're up on the stand. You were. I'm at a debate. You're at a debate. You've been the governor of New Jersey for the last, how long are your terms as a governor? Four years. It's the same as president. Okay. You've been a governor of New Jersey for the last three years, and you decide to run for president. And a reporter stands up in the back. And has the microphone and says, do the words, and then they look at their notes, the underscore shack underscore radio mean anything to you? (laughs) My stomach drops. And you vomit all over the podium right then. To be fair, I don't think I, I think. We don't incriminate ourselves on you. No, of course not. Because we're normal people. There's nothing to incriminate. We're good people that do good things. Maybe, maybe that's what we need is someone to run for president that doesn't have a fucking skeleton in every closet that they open. Is that so much to ask? Son of a bitch. I mean, how hard is it to get a normal? Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, it is that hard. Nobody, nobody that is normal and doesn't have any skeletons in their closet runs for political office. Yeah. Because of money. I think you need a shit ton of money to do it. Yeah, people with a shit ton of money got a shit ton of problems. And more money, more problems, uh, as uh, they say. Uh, you see, you see, I, I've only spoken the truth here. Okay, so I run for president, and they're like, oh, you don't like Pennsylvania drivers. 
No, 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 no. I love Pennsylvania. Went to school there, worked there. Sure. Big Pennsylvania guy. I think Pennsylvania should probably teach the people of Pennsylvania to get into the right lane if you're not passing a car. Is that so bad? And that would not be a bad thing for you, even if that came out. No. People would like that. People would think I think it people funny. would think it's funny because you're being honest. Yeah. If it's people, true. If, 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 oh, he has road rage. Yeah, I do. When people don't zipper, so does everybody don't be an else. asshole. Yeah. Maybe that's what we need is someone to get up on a podium with a microphone and say, don't be an asshole. Are you coming around on this political office thing? I don't think so. I but think you should. Plenty of time. The Shack Radio, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right. But I, I do just think, yes. What do you have? That was a, that was a good conversation. Okay. Uh, I'll be very quick because we're going way over here. Okay. Um, one, The Crown. Uh, very yes. interesting show. Uh, it's about the, I think, now that I'm talking about it, I think I might have mentioned it before on, on the podcast. Um, it is about the British monarchy and the Queen, basically, Queen Elizabeth. And there's four, the fourth season just came out. There's going to be six. And what's cool is the first two seasons, they have actors that play them when they were younger. And then mm-hmm. season three and four, they change all the actors. Yeah, to play. So now they're like mid aged. Right? And then the last two sure. seasons, they're going to change the actors again to make them <clears throat> older, which I like. Um, but I, I find it, it, it's very well done. It's the most expensive show that Netflix does, fun fact. Really? Because of the sets and the props and how wow. extreme everything is for royals. I, I also, we talked about this before, I find the concept of a monarchy in modern day so interesting because it's so yeah. antiquated. They have it's no so power. Weird. They have no power. They do absolutely nothing for the country other than to be there and be just like a thing that you know exists and that you support and everyone they just eats it up it costs so much money i mean they have castles and hundreds of cars and horses and carriages and servants and food and and jewels and just insane and it's all paid for by the taxpayer yeah and they love it. They love it. They eat it up. And we I talked about this why. before. I think part of it is is a sense of mm-hmm. of consistency. It's always there. Politics yeah. is changing in the country. Parliament changes. Uh, the uh, pr- prime minister changes. Things happen in the world, but you'll you'll always fall back to the head of state of the monarch. It's comfortable. It's yeah, exactly. Familiar. Yeah. It's I, something I don't to lean back on. They, we know so that they'll be nice. And yeah. they, don't, they don't like slander of them at all, right? Well, eh, <clears throat> I don't know. I guess it depends. I think it's also like a real-life soap opera. True. Right? Yeah. I mean, look at like when the – what's it? Uh, William, the oldest son who's going to be a king – got married to Kate. I thought, oh, he's going to be king? Yeah. So the queen is queen now. Her son, first son, Charles, he's in the show. He is next in line 
to be king. If he dies, when he dies, then his first son, William, will be king. Who's the and king right now? Queen. It's queen now. Oh, there's not a queen and a king at the same time. Well, so this is a weird rule, and I don't know why this is a rule. If <clears throat> the woman is the one, so for example, the, the king before the queen now, he had two daughters, okay? Back okay. in the day, back in the day, if he would have had five daughters and then his last kid was a son, the son would have been king. They skip right. all the daughters. Right. But because he only had two daughters, the first daughter became queen. Her husband does not become a king. Okay. He's the Duke of Edinburgh, I think is his title. Philip. But he gets, he got like all a whole thing. So he gets bowed oh, to. Oh, he's the one that, that looks like he's dead. Yes. Yes. He's like 99. Right. Right. Yeah. He's an old bitch. Very old. So they changed that rule eventually to make it that a, a girl <laughs> doesn't get skipped over. They fall in line. So if William's kid was the first kid was a girl. And then she had three brothers. She still would have been queen. So whoever was the them. firstborn? Is firstborn the, is the royal one. Correct. Well, they're all they all remain royal, but right. Anyway, but the king or the queen? Yeah. So the queen. She became queen, but her husband does not become king. Right. But when a guy becomes king, his wife becomes queen. I don't know why. I, I don't, I'm sure there's reasons and all huh? this, but yeah. So when William becomes king, his wife, Kate, will become queen. Oh. But the, Philip, the current queen's husband, is not a king. Huh. I don't know why. I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. Hmm. And well, so William. That's a strange rule. Had another kid, had a kid. It has three kids now, but had a son who's now seven, six, seven, and he is all is going to be a king. It's pretty wild to be a little kid, and like you know, you're going to be king. Well, I don't know that he knows it yet. But. I just can't wait to be king. Well, the fun thing about not the fun thing, the interesting thing about the show, and then we can get off of it is I think it does kind of put it in perspective because you always assume like, oh, well, they're rich. They have everything handed to them. Everything's done for them. They have the easiest lives in the world. They have to be so happy and all this stuff. And then you kind of see a glimpse into it and it's kind of miserable because you're born into it. You have a lot of responsibility to get married to specific people. You can't marry who you want. You have to marry someone who is from the upper class who has all this stuff. And then you have to have kids. And then those kids get raised by nannies and get taught basically to be Royal because they're going to have to be King later. You know what right. I mean? It's just like, yeah, just seems miserable. You know, everything you do stress and watched and pictures and paparazzi press. Yeah. And pressure. I don't know. I wouldn't want it. I don't think. No, me neither. It's too much. Uh, but it goes into our uh, hypothetical for oh. today. 
one last thing. I haven't oh. watched it, so I can't say much about it. But there's a show that I think I saw the preview. My dad watched it. it sounds really good. It's called Snowpiercer on Amazon. Um, oh. And the idea is that it's like negative 6,000 degrees outside. And the rest, the only people left on in the world are on this train that drives around the world constantly. And survives the temperature and you can't leave the train because you'll die because it's so cold and it just drives around constantly and it pierces through the snow i didn't know that was the premise and there's like different classes so there's like an upper class train cars and like a middle class and then a lower class and so you can't survive outside of the train no what happens if the train stops moving i think you also die because that's how it generates electricity or something. I don't know. I haven't watched it, but my dad said it's really good. Okay. And like they have courts and if someone gets found guilty and like punished, they like shoot them out a tube out the side of the train into the snow and they die. They freeze to death instantly. Hmm. I normally do like those futuristic dystopia shows. It sounds pretty awesome. I kind of want to watch it. So just thought I'd throw it out there. Um, All right. <clears throat> so hypothetical today would you rather be your royalty 1000 years ago or an average person today now there's a there's a pros and cons for sure to be made pros you're rich there's a lot of things that you can get that you wouldn't be able to get today yes uh you don't have to work you can do basically whatever you want because, I mean, that was before, like, press and paparazzi. Like, the the world is your oyster. You can tell the people whatever you want to tell them. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's no scandals. There's no nothing unless you want it to happen. Yeah. Or unless you really, really fuck up. Royalty back then, everyone's always trying to kill you. Yeah, you definitely have a target on your back. And, like, your brother's trying to kill you. Yeah. Your own family's killing you and There's killing weird your kids. Stuff, yeah. And it just didn't seem great. They're always yeah. dying and getting their yeah. heads chopped off. You know, one person stumbles into your castle with tuberculosis and you're you are That's so post. true. You are dysentery. Post. I think I like now. I don't I like being no an electricity. Person. No nothing. I know some people dislike this feeling a lot. But I enjoy – I just did that. See that? I prepped yeah, for what I was Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy the feeling of this vastness of our country, of my state, of our town, of our world that – I have like this little cove. Oh. That is my space and my area. Like that's where I go to sleep. And it's like tiny and I feel cozy and it like kind of puts you at ease to think like people don't give a shit about what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Some people probably wouldn't like that feeling. Makes you feel small and, and like you don't matter, but I find it the other way. I see it as like, I kind of like have knowing that I like have this, I don't know. Yeah, the world is so what, big and you have like saying. your own little corner of it. That does sound, that does make it kind of nice. Yeah. Some people would think like, Oh, I'm so, I'm so useless. I don't contribute anything. I'm 
Nobody knows a me. Minuscule to everything. But it's a bit of comfort. There. Yeah. Like it, in all this oh thing, it's always so big, and like everything you read is these big, drastic things. And but when you boil it all down, you have your own little cove, your little yard, cut the grass, enjoy <laughs> the people around you, enjoy your family. Yeah, and I mean, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. It's up to you. You don't. You don't. You don't have pressure, really. Exactly. I like that. I agree with that. So there you go. That was a fun way to end it, I think. I think so, too. That was a that nice was kind positive of deep. note. Yeah. Be happy that you have your own, little, your own little corner of the world. And make it whatever you want it to be, your own yeah. little corner. Be happy there. Make it what you want there. And it's something that you should enjoy and not be saddened by. Agreed. I like that. Happiness. Uh, maybe, maybe that's how we should li- try and live the rest of this week and the rest of rest of 2020. Yeah. Be happy you that make you have it, your own corner. Make it what you want it to be and be happy that you can do what you want. Yeah. And be safe and help people survive. It sure, be safe. Be a good member because remember, your corner is part of a bigger piece. Oh, pie. going a little bigger with it. It is. Sure. You play a role in society. I do believe in a communal understanding of society but we don't need everyone's to get into got, all that everyone's Let's just go back to something having a nice cozy feeling of your little corner <laughs> yeah you got your own little bed where you go to sleep and you know what no one else well maybe someone's there but <laughs> you, you, you know what i'm getting at i know what you're saying that's your spot yeah i like that that's a good that's a good way to end it so go out and make your corner cozy yes Especially now in quarantine times, and we're going back into lockdown. So, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I just got a notification while we were recording that NYC schools are closing down tomorrow. Uh, yes, they are. So, I anticipate New Jersey will not be far behind. Yes. All right. Um, All right. Do you count? It's this you time or me? Oh, my uh, we were corrected by Cowboy. You're not counting down. You're actually counting True. up or counting out. We will call it counting out. Counting out. I like that. All right. I will count us count out. Count us out. One, two, three, four. <laughs>